0: Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal Podcast is brought to you by Dreamfasting the Dark Crystal Experience The Facebook group on the Dark Crystal by fans, for fans To join the group, search on Facebook for Dreamfasting the Dark Crystal Experience
1: Another world, another time, in the age of
0: wonder You are listening to
1: Trial! Buy stone. I'll buy stone. I'll buy stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark
0: crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Uh, don't move. Don't move. Where would I go? Mm-hmm. Quiet! Here's your host, Philip Mitchell. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. This is your vital essence on all things the Dark Crystal. I'm your host, Philip Mitchell, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in as we chat about Dark Crystal, as always, in every episode. Um, as we continue to be excited about with the future of the Dark Crystal, there's been quite a few developments that have sort of been happening um, with, with Dark Crystal, especially with the recent comic book announcement Uh, with Beneath the Dark Crystal, uh, which is a sequel to Power of the Dark Crystal. And it was actually something I didn't um, anticipate at all. Like, I didn't um, expect um, a a sequel comic book series to The Power of the Dark Crystal. Uh, I actually originally thought that it was going to sort of... um, That future, if they were going to do more comics, that it would just take place sort of during the era of um, Age of Resistance to sort of tie in quite a few stories um, within that show. So, for the comic book to have its sort of own thing, that is uh, pretty pretty cool and pretty interesting. So, it would be interesting to see how it'll play out when it is released in July. And, of course, um, Tides of the Dark Crystal, the third book in J.M. Lee's uh, young adult novel, Dark Crystal book series, um, that's coming out on Christmas Eve, on um, 24th of December this year. So, um, we got... Um, a few things to look forward to and so much more. And of course, you know, we you know, we we'll always post updates on all things Dark Crystal on our Facebook page. So um, check that out at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. And we're also on Patreon as well. So if you want to help support the show um, where I'll put um, early access or, you know, put episodes of the show way in advance um, before, the you know, before everyone else uh, gets to listen to it um and and also i do um exclusive shows on it as well and if you want to check that out just go to patreon.com forward slash dark crystal podcast so on this episode i have jason Delgado on the show and he does uh some youtube videos um all about the dark crystal called the dark crystal conjunction and he has done several videos like from the board games to sort of the the origins of thra and so much more and i know it's just it's just started for him recently um, but i definitely want to get him on the show to chat about the youtube and how he got into the dark crystal um so it's all very exciting so i just want to say jason thank you so much for being on the show yeah
1: well howdy thanks philip for uh letting me on on the show i actually did not even know about really any fan groups on the internet for the dark crystal until I kind of moseyed upon your podcast. And then uh, I I heard the advertisements for the dream fasting on Facebook. And uh, so I'm, I'm grateful for your podcast for uh, helping me connect with a lot more fans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, with myself, I mean, I've been with dream fasting, I think, I think since they, since they started actually. Um, And yeah, like they've always been sort of, um, big supporters of, of the podcast, um, that, you know, I'm able to sort of, you know, post on their, on the group about the podcast and, you know, they're all good about it. And, um, and, and also just to, you know, help spread the word about the Facebook group through the podcast, um, which is all very cool stuff. And, you know, it's just like every day when I go, go on, on Dream and there's always, um, something new or, you know, some, you know, interesting discussions on there now um, which is really awesome and and so i mean on this episode i definitely want to chat about with um with your youtube channel that you started but i i'm actually curious to know like how did you discover the dark crystal
1: i have, i have a similar story to yours i kind of grew up i had a vhs of it in my drawer i don't know why i think it was my older brother who was four years older than me uh he recorded it i i was born in 82 so i was a little behind in you in the 80s as he was but all the stuff that he was into uh, that an older brother was into I was just in it because I was kind of his third will and whatnot so uh, w- we would watch it we had Labyrinth I remember we had other Henson ones we grew up on uh, Fraggle Rock you know all the 80s Disney movies and things like that and, and that was about as uh, fantasy as I could get my my parents were kind of uh, pretty hardcore like fundamentalistic where they didn't want to see magic in a movie, you know, they thought that was bad. So the, the Dark Crystal kind of passed the test because there wasn't, they didn't use the word magic and there was no kind of, like, spell conjuring. Like, they were creepy and there's weird things happening, but it's another world, so it kind of uh, got past their filter. And so it, it was something that uh, I watched, and in in like, in like many children that age, I was, I was enthralled with, with the world, uh, and, and I and I loved it. So that's really how I, uh, I found out about it. I was, I don't know exactly when I first saw it. I, I'm guessing I was five or six or seven but we would watch it several times throughout the year so
0: yeah yeah i just love the the you know when you mentioned about the sort of past the test of you know that the fact that you know it was from another world sort of thing um, right <laughs> to watch it what was like some of the other examples i, I i'm actually just curious what what didn't get through like the first time like whether like star wars or um like right so yeah. so i i I'm I'm from Texas. That's
1: one of the reasons I kind of jokingly say howdy all, all yeah. <laughs> the time because people, especially on the internet, they're like, oh, you're you're a Texan. You must ride a horse and this and that. You know, and I'll I'll throw in a little more southern draw just to play out the part. Yeah. But um, I, I grew up in Texas in in, uh, in El Paso, and uh, the fundamentalism here is pretty was pretty hardcore. It's loosening up a little bit, uh, but a lot of stuff is more strict. So one thing we couldn't watch anything that had witchcraft. So one example would be the Little Mermaid. I remember growing up not being allowed to watch it because Ursula, you know, the, the big scary witch, um, octopus lady, um, because she does, she blatantly does witchcraft. And so that was a no, no. So I was never allowed to watch it. And so I knew friends that were allowed to watch and I thought they were just like, so rebellious and bad. But now that I think about it, I'm like, that was just a little mermaid. Like, give me a break. But yeah, so Star Wars, Star Wars did pass the test because it was the force. It was another galaxy where it was a long time ago, you know, it wasn't just no, straight up magic, magic or things yeah. like that. So, uh, so that passed the test. Uh, never, never any story passed the test because it was a book and imagination. Uh, th- that was probably one of my other favorite fantasy movies growing up. But yeah, if it had any kind of magic in it, it was it like so. Like Legend, I remember I, I got to see that at a friend's house. Uh, if my parents were – out, I probably would have gotten a lot of trouble because I was that obviously had you know the demons and things like that. Uh, even though looking back at it now, you're like, oh, it's obviously fantasy, but whatever
0: so yeah and probably had harry potter been out of you know at that around that time yeah that would have been a no-no yes yes <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If, if it was out in
1: the 80s it would have definitely yeah. been on that list as a no-no so i i uh I, I raised my kids differently so we we read all those books together and watched the movies together and dress up uh harry potter at the museum with the harry potter nights together so uh and what, what's cool now is my my parents have grown past that and They'll enjoy things like that
0: with us now. Oh, that's, so, cool. that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 No, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like for me, like growing up, like with films, I mean, the things I couldn't watch, I mean, obviously, probably the only ones that I really remember that I couldn't watch was, um, um, was, uh, I mean, South Park was one of them. Um, oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, we, not, not, know, no, we, yeah. Which, which, I mean, it Simpsons, kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 So drawing the line um and there, there will always be times where i wouldn't be able to watch um the simpsons but that was mainly because we only had the one tv and the the nightly news would be on at that same time so it was sort of oh. like uh um so it was get the occasion we get to watch it and then but then of course once we got you know second tv down to track um then it's like yeah we can watch simpsons now sort of thing <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yeah, we, we we couldn't watch it if mom was home, but if she wasn't, my, my dad would allow us to watch it. He'd kind of be watching it in the background
0: laughing as well, so yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah. And, and, but, like, I'm also sort of surprised about, like, you know, I, I, I guess the films I sort of watch as a young kid myself, like, not only with Dark Crystal, um, but also with films like, uh, you know, like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and then um, I'm just trying to think what else – uh, oh, yeah, there's, uh, and return there's some to, scary scenes, yeah, in those. yeah, yeah, and like Return to Oz as well. Like, yeah, like, I mean, Return oh, yeah. to Oz is like you know, that that pretty dark stuff, actually. And right. I, I actually tried to re watch um, Return to Oz probably a year or two ago. I only watched like the start of it. I'm just like, oh man, this is so depressing. Like, I it's one of those <laughs> things, you know, a, as a kid, you don't think about um, these things, but then sort of watching it, um, you know, down the track, you're like, oh wow, you know brings a whole nother layer to, to the film. So, and, and much does so um, in a way with the Dark Crystal, you know, like, yeah, watching it, you know, now compared to watching as you know, as kids, I I, I really felt like, yeah, there was sort of, um, you know, so many things that we can take out of um with the Dark Crystal.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned um, Return to Oz. I, I was, I don't know if, I'm pretty sure you've seen that interview with Gary Kurtz. He produced I think his name's Gary Kurtz. I might be blanking. Yeah. They're but, you know, like Gary Kurtz, yeah. 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 Dark crystal. And he did the, um, return to Oz as well. And, and he mentioned that return of Oz was a little more faithful to the actual books, which were darker than what you see in the first movie. Although my dad growing up, he would always tell me that, uh, when the flying monkeys would come out him and his sisters would jump behind the couch and be terrified of like horrified of these flying abominations, you know, that the witch has total control over. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it is pretty funny looking back, seeing some of the scenes that you grew up with and be like, man, that that is a kind of darker or creepier scene that I remember, you know?
0: And, and so was there sort of like any scenes or like, do you have like a favorite scene from from the Dark Crystal that sort of, you know, pops into your mind, you know, whether it's like a scary moment or even just, you know, a small little moment from, from the film?
1: Yeah, it's definitely the scene where the Emperor kind of just degrades, just falls apart uh, during the emperor's death, like that part, I remember it as a child. I remember being like enthralled. It, it was kind of like when you're driving and you see an accident, and you're, you know, you, you need to be driving, but you're, you're kind of just staring, you kind of rubbernecking. you're like, you can't not look at that horrible accident that just happened. Like that's, that's what it was. It was just this gross bad guy. Stexies, has just died and it's gruesome and weird. It, it's kind of like when Chamberlain's getting stripped as well. Uh, like you, you're kind of like wincing, but you're, you're, you're peeking and being like, what, this is so otherly, like, what is that? Um, and, and one of the reasons I love that scene, even still to this day, is I, I know I could probably look up like how they did it, but I kind of not know, like, I kind of like not knowing how they did it, because, you know, everything in Dark Crystal, as you know, is practical effects. Um, so it, it's, it's so cool to me how, uh, when I, Watched it recently with my kids. They watched it years ago. They were a lot younger. Uh, now they're like nine and eleven, or eight and eleven. Um, so re rewatching with them, they look at it and they're they're enthralled by kind of the same things I was. Like, wow, how did they do that? How did how did that happen? You because know, they're aware that it's not computers. Because uh, you know nowadays it's like oh computers, you can do anything. You know, nothing's really that impressive. Um, but you know they're watching and be like that is such a cool thing. Um, but another reason I, I love that scene is is throughout the '90s. I remember growing up wanting to work, kind of behind the scene in films and doing effects like that. Because did you ever see that show? It came out on the Discovery Channel. It was called Movie Magic.
0: Um, uh, I think the name might probably ring a bell, but I don't think I've actually ever seen it. I'm um, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think there was just a couple seasons, and I, I remember I had like soccer games on Saturdays, and that was the day it came out. So I, I'd set the VCR to record. And I would rewatch those over and over because they would go through the details of how they made uh, like dark, dark crystals in it, um, labyrinths in it, willows in it, you know, they would show you how they do those effects and, uh, all, all the behind the scenes stuff that, that you now get on DVDs, you know, the kind of the, the making of the movie. It was all that except for the, the real special effects and monster gore and the mask and things like that. And it just, it, it uh, it still impresses me. Obviously, the artisanship of Dark Crystal—that's one of the reasons I, I still I still love it. And and as you know, it's it's been the you know kind of creative muse for a lot of people. And you can totally still see why. You know, the, the, the movie kind of fell off for me. For I got married early, like 2000s, and I I went to school and things like that. I got really busy with life, and I kind of forgot about you know Dark Crystal and uh, Labyrinth and never story a lot of these movies I grew up with and within the last uh, 10 years I've kind of re started re-watching them and falling in love with them again uh kind of with new eyes but still that you know same kind of child heart that that those movies uh you kind of grew up on so um all that to say yeah that Emperor scene is my favorite <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> um that was sort of same thing with myself I mean I think yeah there was a time probably later in primary school even through high school that I sort of um, you know, sort of didn't think much of The Dark Crystal, just didn't watch it as much as of what I used to as a, you know, kid, you know, around the, the, you know, the five-year-old, the five-year-old me that probably would have watched it, you know, hundreds of times. And, um, yeah, and, and so, yeah, rediscovering it again, I think, uh, yeah, probably for me almost 10 years ago as well, uh, I think it was probably 2010. And I remember, um, I was, uh, I was at film camp and, um, it the, actually won, won the, there was a place nearby the film camp um, that sell like antique stuff like it was just a big antique packing store whatnot and they had one section that was dedicated to film and TV and they have a huge collection of these movie posters and the poster I saw on one of the wall was the Amcel um, Dark Crystal um, original print poster and I looked at that I'm just like oh man I haven't seen that film in a long time <laughs> and um i think i actually ended up buying the poster just because it was there i'm like oh you know i bought the poster and i'm like yeah i'm gonna i need to rewatch that film you know revisit that film and then and then once i watched it, i'm like yeah you know th- this was pretty good and and then from there it just sort of went on to you know finding out all these you know new dark crystal stories that had been kind of out since then um so yeah i think i sort of I think that was when I think creation myths, um, I think volume two was just about to come out. So, which was really cool, um, um, to sort of get back into that. And then following years later, you know, with darkcrystal.com was happening and, um, yeah. And, and just sort of from there on, like it sort of, I mean, that website was sort of the thing that got me started with. Uh, Doing the podcast, um, which was really cool. Just um, seeing it sort of back in a big way, um. I guess you know, little do we know how big it was going to be down the track. Um, so so I mean, what what what, is, what, is, what has been your thoughts like with um age of resistance? Is there something that you sort of, is there a certain moment you know that you you look forward to pop you know possibly seeing in in age of resistance?
1: I'm looking forward to seeing. Well, I. See, I know it's after J.M. Lee's four books, and from what I understand, or kind of from where I can see it going, that's going to end with the creation of the Wall of Destiny when you know uh, the Gelflings are gathered for that. Although, the, but then you see the Netflix kind of the little blurb it has about it, and it talks about the three Gelflings that are are needing to gather as well because they found out what the Skeksis are doing. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really curious how close it's going to be to his books. I, I hope they're really, really close. And that's why one reason I, I love those books. And that's one reason I was happy to hear that he was kind of one of the early writers or he's kind of there to help connect things from what I understand. Um, but I, I, I mean, as far as what I'm looking forward to, just that from what it's from, from what I hear and what I've read about that on that Disney Babel blog and whatnot, uh, that I don't know if you've talked about yet on the podcast, um but just them trying to bring back the artisanship into it trying to bring back all those moving pieces the puppetry and the magic and a great story as well all those things combined which you know that's never really been recreated again since you know the dark crystal did it once and then you know there, it hasn't been on on film hasn't been in in that media before i know it's on tv but uh, hasn't been in motion picture if you will
0: yeah, yeah, and um, the fact that it pretty much like almost shooting it as if it's a feature film, um, yeah, which I remember, yeah, with, with that blog, um, which I know they got a lot of traction when I posted that on the on the uh, Trial by Stone uh, Facebook page. Um, yeah, really good find that I sort of yeah just came across. I'm like, oh, you know, even though I didn't say too much, but it said just enough to you know uh, to to spread the word about. Um, with age resistance but that's the thing I'm really curious about how it's going to link with um, J.M. Lee's books because it's you know yeah because of the the description saying three gulfling have discovered the secret of the Skeksis of course we sort of had that sort of playing out in um, in the books as well so I'm curious whether those characters are going to be from the books or whether they're going to be three you know, I sort of have a feeling that there'll be three new Gelfling characters that somehow they find out. That's my,
1: that's my guess. Because at the the end, spoiler for the end of the second book, you know, they they send that dream etched kind of leaf uh, system, which kinda, kind of I guess kind of their melds, or I mean, it, it's a new type of system they're using, uh, and obviously their plan is to let all the seven tribes or uh, Gelfling clans know. Um, so yeah, I, I'm guessing if it's not well. I don't think they'll be the exact same characters from the book, uh, but it could be three that found out from their messages or from hearsay from the... You know, because it's, it's not a very technologically advanced world, so, you know, it's... They, they don't even have a Pony Express, as far as we know. I, I guess they have those little carriers that won the creature contest, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm super excited for it, is is all I know. <laughs> Because, one reason I, I really dove back deep into Dark Crystal was because a, a lot of the IPs that I grew up with, uh, loving, I kind of came back to them. Or, or it was the same way. I I I have always been really into music and I'd followed bands really closely, and then I stopped listening to most of the stuff I used to love, you know, for like ten years. And then I come back to them and they have ten albums out. And I'm just like, that's too much to catch up on. I can't do it. You know, I want to enjoy one album like I used to for a year. And another one would come out. Uh, so there's just some bands that I, I grew up loving. That I'm still trying to catch up with their with their discography. Um, I, I was kind of thankful that Dark Crystal didn't really have that much when I when uh, I, you know in the 35 years you know you've had the world of the Dark Crystal, you've had those two legend uh, mangas, and and then really they started coming out with the creation myths. Then so it was easy to catch up with all the lore of the Dark Crystal, and and I, I still think I, I actually wanted to make soon you know one of my plans to make a video is you know how do you prepare for the netflix upcoming show you know and at the end of it i like read everything that's out there because there's really not that much out there
0: no um, no no there isn't
1: especially yeah. stuff that's all set before that you know if you exclude power of the dark crystal there's i mean it's not like that's a long read That's only 12 comics and they're not very wordy so uh,
0: yeah and i, I mean we, and with power that sort of takes place after the events of you know the film so so, right. so it's So even a unnecessary yeah. read. Yeah. 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 So um. No. No. We, we, which is awesome. Yeah. Because I. Yeah. Like there isn't a lot at the moment. So um. You know, compared to these other franchises that had. Yeah. You know, thousands of books. Um. I know. We, oh, I know. Like, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Speaking <laughs> of that, I, I know we both have a love for Star Wars. Star Wars.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, I used to read Star Wars comics and books like in junior high and high school, and I remember when the internet first came out. A friend and I, we, we started our own Geocities Dictionary of the Star Wars creatures. You know, it was all kind of the background creatures and stuff we'd find in libraries and books and whatnot. Um, and I, I wish we still had that webpage because it was like one of the first Star Wars webpages out there. Um, we made it in notepad and HTML and all that stuff. Um, but w- when I kind of got back into, you know, my kids are growing up, I'm like, oh, we need to find some good shows. So watch. I go, like, oh, hey, let's check out Star Wars again. And I'm just like, there is so much. I've missed so much. There's no way I'm catching up. And then Disney bottom and everything kind of got, you know, put into Legends. So I was like, okay, I can start here now and keep up with it. And and I, I have since. I, I read all the comics and books and uh, we watch all the cartoons and all that stuff. So,
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, with Star Wars, yeah, I've so been getting into the I, – I get into the comics and um... – uh, yeah, and comics, and also, the, comics,
1: yeah. the comics are some of my favorite Star Wars stories, especially the Darth Vader series. Uh,
0: Darth Vader is so so good. So um, sick, dude. Yeah, even <laughs> especially
1: the newest one. The newest, newest one, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm a couple issues behind. Um because I, I get them through a subscription um platform, I think through through Marvel. So it's like so the problem with, with the um the issues is sort of, I I don't get them probably till a month after they've been release um oh man but, but but yeah, by yeah. that time
1: all the youtube videos are out about them yeah exactly
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and and i mean i was sort of and sort of lucky that most of the Star Wars sites that i usually go check out they don't really um they don't post too much about the comics so, i mean if they do it's mainly just reviews i could just like ah, oh, i could just skip that you just but, skip, yeah. yeah i remember very early on they were like they were sort of all over it um you know had some spoiler sort of topics and like ah oh, um so i don't want to see them. yeah 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 yeah, exactly yeah but no like i'm i'm a fan of yeah with the with the comics especially the darth vader ones um i mean for any listeners i know we sort of detoured into star wars but if you ever get a chance (laughs) to check out like the star wars comics probably um the darth vader ones are probably the ones to go for um and probably lando is another favorite of mine Um, lando is a man that that one (laughs)
1: I was very. You know, you feel free to cut all the Star Wars talk or leave it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's a, you. You won't hurt my feelings, but just talking yeah. as as, as uh, Star Wars nerds. That Lando one surprised me. I, I I cracked it open. I was like, oh, dude, this artwork's really cool. You know, but I'm like, that's Lando. He's. I mean, Lando's just a smooth talking. Hmm. You know, kind of cheesy but funky and cool and all that stuff. Uh, but man, that one got me, dude. It was really good especially Lobot's story in that. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes, was, yeah. So good, yeah. I want
1: you know, no spoilers. You should definitely read that. It's only, what is that, like
0: a, I think it's like five or
1: six comic arc. It's really short.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think is, there are trade paperbacks, though. yeah. Like, you can get in trade paperback Um, for any, you know, anyone who's trying to jump onto with the comics. And I mean, that was a good thing. Like, you know, I know a lot of people were really upset about, you know, with Star Wars, you know, with the whole expanded universe being turned into legends. But I, I kind of liked it because, it was just like, it's a clean slate. And if I really want to, I can, you know, start from, the, you know, be on the same level in a weird way right. um, to, to everyone else. Um, yeah, I, I, it, yeah,
1: because of my situation, I, I was glad that happened to you. And I like the way they, I like how they, I like how they, they didn't say it's an alternate universe. Like they, they didn't go Marvel. Like, okay, here's the 10th universe of this and that or Star Trek. They, they They said, this is legends. And what the way a lot of people have been treating it, the authors that I've been reading from all the Star Wars various books and comics, is it's you can you can consider it true until it's kind of proven otherwise. You know, it it really does fit the kind of legends. It's it's you know here's hearsay, here's how this is. You know, all the stuff that except for everything that's after Return of the Jedi, that's obviously been scrapped and changed. Yeah, absolutely. Movies. But before that, I mean, they they really seem to be borrowing a lot and assuming a lot of legend stuff. You know, kind of pre you know, a new hope is, is true. So I think that's yeah. pretty
0: cool. And they're being bringing quite a few things, um, from legends into the, the new Canon, which has been really cool. Um, and, um, but well, we digress, we digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, uh,
1: it's, it's another, but, but, but yeah. here, 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 here's our segue. Star, we, we know Star Wars did have a lot to do with the dark crystal. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. was kind of the, okay, if this character can fool people, you know, if they believe this puppet is real, then okay, we're, we feel a little more encouraged about the dark crystal let's do this you know and wendy froud obviously involvement in both of those and things like
0: that yeah so. and then of course we got gary kurtz who um produced right. um star wars and empire also you know i mean he decided not to produce return of the jedi he moved away from you know after empire to to produce the dark crystal so yeah a wise, choice. A wise yeah, choice yeah 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 <laughs> We could
1: we could fit it all in. It's great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it all it all connects. So even though you're yeah, a bit of a detour, but I think you know, I mean, you know, we just love Star Wars so much, and I mean, I, I love right. the Dark Crystal um, as well um the 80s best, sci-fi yeah. and
1: fantasy dude was was the best like the 80s sci-fi and fantasy is just so good okay one more star wars reference to dark crystal yeah go ahead during the canto bite scene the very first time i saw i saw uh, star wars last jedi and they're in canto bite you know and there's tons of aliens like so much by the way the Canto bite book is really good too um so many aliens and whatnot and i i, I scored the very first time i saw it i i was like i was like I was like, that's an Uru right there. Like, like there's there's a Mystic right there. Like, he was wearing a suit and full on that, you know. I the, the second time I I looked out for it, it was definitely not a Mystic, but it had the kind of body shape and it looked like it was walking like it in this one scene. Um, I think that was just my my imagination wanting that to be in that universe. Like, oh look, there's yeah. a dark, Christmas. you know, kind <laughs> of like like ETs in the Senate in the prequels or whatever the ET species or whatever, uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah. You know. I love but anyways. Let's, yeah, let's, I love like, <laughs> like the care the caretakers characters on Um Octo. They sort of um. You know, remind me a little bit of um of the Mystics a little bit, like the with the design. Um, And I think I remember even um I think in the the Force Awakens, I think that first on set video of JJ and this other character, I've forgotten who it was. That people always compared, like all the comparisons when it first came out, um was referring to as sort of oh, it looks like something out of Dark Crystal um yeah yeah which is which is really cool um with that and um and I guess you know with, with the Dark Crystal I mean what what would be your sort of your favorite character um from from the film
1: I do love the Erskes. uh obviously they don't have very much screen time you you do get you know more of them in in volumes one and two of the um creation myths and they're, I, I think they're some of my favorite because we know the least about them. They're they're not from Thra, so they don't they don't belong there. But they're kind of like they built the castle of the Crystal, and they they know they seem to know more about it than even some of the beings there, uh, you know, informing Agra and giving her an orary and, you know, teaching her stuff, you know, and then you know she teaches uh, the Gelfling, and uh, I think they just interest me so much because they're they're very, I don't know, they're powerful. I don't know if that's even the right word. They know a lot. I mean, they, they're, they're just far, far beyond, you know, any of the minds in of the, any of the creatures of Thraw. Um, like, I'm curious what their homeworld is. You know, I, I remember you and I were talking about Power of the Dark Crystal. Um, and and we, we were like secretly hoping that that a scene would which, show which from them in their homeworlds and whatnot, you know, just get a glimpse of it. Uh, Cause it's, it, it, it's very otherly, e- even the way that uh, you know jj Llewellyn you know describes some of the 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 Ersk-Ek stuff you know they they think in triangles and time's not linear for them you know it's just all very it it, it adds on to the, the the fantasy element really making you believe that it's something totally not of this world really another time another world
0: yeah yeah and that they're, they're like yeah they're just like really um advanced uh, beings in a way and I um, mean that's the thing i really loved about with creation myths is sort of getting a bit of that their backstory from volumes one and two and sort of how they came to thrive um and of love course that. like uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. yeah and of course it's like i love to know more more about them as well and i mean uh, like it's something that i sort of hope i hope that we sort of get that in age of resistance but i sort of don't know how they'd go about it um it it'd have to be yeah. like a flashback, uh, or, uh, yeah, flashback or a dream fasting sort of thing. Or dream fast. I mean, like, I mean, we yeah, we we, yeah. we know
1: we know from a song of the dark crystal that, that Up has a book that there's notes and stuff from Ronup, you know. So mm, we we haven't true, yeah. we haven't we, we've only seen a couple pages or really snippets of that. So you know, there's there's possible there's ways they could fit it in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: you know, how do we get a flashback of any kind of Erskig stuff? H- hopefully, in our in our and our
0: nerd wants here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully in the, in in that book. Um, yeah, it, it'd just be interesting. Yeah, if they did a flashback that sort of outside of dream fasting. But then I'm just thinking, you, you know, with Naya, like um, she has whether people can <laughs> people, with people galflings If like someone had the ability to dream fast that book <laughs> to get the visions like of you know memories of you know running writing the book and knowing his stories and whatnot um
1: yeah i mean if you in in dark crystal lore you could because they have dream etching you know it's not just like like even the j.g Llewellyn in his talk about you know when they're discovering it they talk about how they realize it wasn't just words or hieroglyphics there that they could actually touch the hands of you know uh the uh, I've, got, I've got what the example was they use that that uh it was a picture that had hands on it and they write the inscription and said something about touching the hand and it was talking about dream fasting. He, and then he, he says something like, Oh, we realized we could actually touch the hands of that picture and we could, we, we could see more. So yeah. yeah that, okay, that cool. Could
0: definitely be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just, a, yeah, just trying to think of like, if they were to bring the, the earth's back, how, how they could, um, without just being just a traditional sort of, flashback sequence um yeah so that that's something i'm sort of like i'm I'm sort of hoping we get some of that and i think it's going to be really cool just seeing really the gelflings in their prime um you know this is the time where there's there's seven gelfling clans so there's um seven you know different types of gelflings um that exist in this at the time of when the show of of age resistance so um it's going to be really interesting to see how it all plays out
1: yeah, and I, that's one reason I love J.M. Lee's um, Dark Crystal books because you 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 get to learn about and see, well, at least reading it in your own imagination, these different clans and how different they really all are. Uh, but, but to see that you know, and you know, with, realized in a puppet, like that's like that's one of the things I'm really, I guess, probably looking forward to the most in Age of Resistance is seeing that fleshed out, you know, or, or felt.
0: Felt it out you know the belt yeah. of a puppet yeah <laughs> i was trying to play on words there i don't know if it worked <laughs> <laughs> i think it did yeah yeah um no that was so cool it's just yeah just so exciting um with, with that show that really um i mean yeah for me it, it's, it's really you know changed um my life a little bit you know especially with the podcast um the moment they announced it and i was just like what is going on here you know this dark crystal tv show or netflix and um yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's just some kind of joke. Just some kind of, is this
1: April first or what is this? I know. Yeah, is this it's, legit? Is,
0: is this some fan made dream? Like, yeah, no, this is No, it's it's legit. legit, yeah, yeah. And and of course like they've had so many in the past, they had so many projects to sort of um didn't Fell. get through, oh, yeah. yeah. Dark
1: Crystal movie, yeah. Yeah, of
0: course, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, uh, of course, they got adapted into uh, the twelve-part comic. comic book series, yeah. which is kind of cool. And um, yeah, but also, I mean, they had a couple animation projects in in development right. as well. Um, yeah, that's true. So yeah, they had a couple things that just sort of you know didn't didn't work out. But I think that's a cool thing with Netflix and. Uh, I guess the working relationship that the Jim Henson Company has had with Netflix on a couple of um, a uh, couple of shows through them that I think they're just like, hey, why don't you give Dark Crystal a go and um, yeah, to 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 make it happen. So, um, yeah, that's that's yeah. interesting because I,
1: I I also know you know for a while they've been talking about a Fraggle Rock movie. You know, my my, my kids love Fraggle Rock and we, we run all those DVDs from the library, all the seasons. Um, I. That seems something. Like, that seems like it's kind of in that in that production hell as well. It's like you hear about it all the time. You don't ever see anything really coming out of it. I wonder if Netflix is going to nab that up and put that out. You know, I, I don't know. I I haven't heard about it. I haven't really kept up with the, the latest gossip, if you will, on Fraggle Rock. But yeah. So so what other uh, Jim Henson stuff is on Netflix? Because you mentioned that they have a relationship with them.
0: Uh, yeah, I think, um, oh, I know there's that show with, um, Julie Andrews, I think it was called, is it called the green room or, um, uh, it was like that show. And I think I had a couple others as well. Um, they were more, you know, ch- children based, uh, kind of shows. Um, I think word party that might've been another, another show that's on Netflix. I think, yes. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Um, so that they've at least done a couple of um yeah, they've done a couple of shows, um, through them, so um yeah, no, no, so so which is cool. Um and yeah, yeah, and you know, based on what we've been hearing with the show, they've sort of really been um going back, you know, to puppets and I know that's sort of a big thing that always keep saying um that you know it's not going to be cgi it's all puppets it's going to be all legit um you know they're building yeah, sets and just yeah yeah
1: that's just so crazy that that's actually happening you know and and for 10 hours it's not just a movie or you know a one hour special which seems more like you would expect for something kind of more i mean it, it seems like it's more experimental nowadays to use old tech like this uh as opposed to you know kind of going with all the typical modern methods so Hey I'm glad Netflix is taking the gamble and I, I I think it'll be a good gamble for them.
0: I think so yeah yeah. I hope it'll um pull through and um yeah I mean and the the potential for you know if they want to do a season 2 which I, I think I recall when I was chatting to James Reedy who met with the Frouds um a couple of months back and I think he mentioned oh, right, yeah. I think he mentioned about the Frouds sort of saying that um that there is potential to to leave it open for um uh, for for as far yeah, later. for more yeah yeah if it yeah if on how goes good well. it does yeah
1: I mean I mean somehow Netflix keeps making these Fuller House uh, seasons which I don't know who, anyone who asked for that but think you know apparently someone's watching
0: those so I don't know <laughs> which,
1: I mean th- 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 that that is funny because I, I did grow up watching Full House I I, I, also, I honestly haven't seen any of them I just people usually when I mention it people kind of make fun of it but they probably watch it secretly that's that's probably what it is I don't know. I'm not ashamed to be a full
0: house fan, so. No, no. <laughs> no, no, but it's so good. Yeah, yeah. No. It's it's awesome stuff. And um and I guess, you know, like with with the Dark Crystal, I mean, you actually started your own sort of YouTube channel um all about the Dark Crystal called the Dark Crystal Conjunction. And I was actually curious about how how it all happened, um, you know, to to get that started um for you.
1: Well, I am a man who whenever i study something or whenever I, I get into something i go all the way you know i um like with star wars for example like i'm not content to just watch the movies like i want to know every single piece of lore out there so i read all the comics and the books and this and that you know, it was the same with dark crystal i i, I re dark crystal after you know not seeing it for probably 10 years like you had mentioned very similar situation and I loved it and I I was more curious like okay I want to learn more about the behind the scenes and this and that and you know it it was just I just kept getting more and more stuff and really loving it and one thing I love to do while I'm reading Star Wars books is I love to have my my phone or my tablet next to me and if I see an an alien name or an alien word that I don't know you know like if, if it mentions for example um Admiral Ackbar I bet well I know who Admiral Ackbar is but uh if it mentions a Imon Calamari, you know, and say I don't know what that is. I go, oh, well, let me Google Mon Calamari, and then I'll kind of read up on it and you know, kind of get the lore and learn about it. That way, I kind of have a more familiar understanding with that character or what they're doing, you know. Because typically, those books mention all that stuff for a reason, you know. And I like to kind of know it all. Uh, and so I started doing that when I was reading the Dark Crystal novelization. I, I'd never read that up until a couple of years ago, uh, and, and also J.M. Lee's books as well. And and I was just finding that the wikipedia's hadn't been up or the, the the fandoms or the dark crystal wikis hadn't really been updated very much and it could be because the darkcrystal.com is a very good resource and it, it is really the best one honestly um like I, I was actually i was working on a video for agra or rather working on the script for it and there's one wiki uh, i think it's like the fandom wiki page but it's one of the first ones that comes up when you type in dark crystal agra and I mean, and the first few sentences are just so wrong about it. Like, I mean, it just gets stuff completely wrong. That contradicts all the books and all the actual stuff that I know of about it. Um, and so it kind of came about the same way your podcast came about. You kind of looked at it and are like, hey, no one's really doing a podcast. I like listening to podcasts. Uh, anyone wanted? anyone doing this out here? You know, you kind of hear an echo, you hear crickets and you go like, well, I have the means, let, let me try. Let me, you know, that this is how they all start. And so I, I, I've done that with a podcast before I had a, I've shown it to you before that it was a kind of a more reformed Baptist podcast, which is a very niche, niche group. And I was kind of curious about the history. So I dove into that really hard for like 10 years and uh, kind of learned it all about it and really became convinced of it and whatnot. And no one was doing a podcast. And I was like, there's a lot of great stuff out here that no one knows. So let me interview these people and these guys and let people know what's out there. Cause they're, you know, same thing, not really a good wiki or a one to a one go-to source for it. Um, And so I kind of did the same thing. I'm a big fan of Star Wars Explained, the YouTube page, and several other Star Wars YouTube channels. I just talk about the lore, talk about the books, give reviews, um, talk about behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, just stuff that guys like me, you know, that kind of like to know all of it, you know, um, really appeals to me. I saw no one was doing that for the Dark Crystal, you know. I would see a channel about the Muppets, and out of the 100 videos, I might have one on the Dark Crystal. Um, And it's understandable, you know, there's not that much material out of it, you know, when you compare it to all the other hints and stuff, um, although it's growing, and I think, you know, I'd I mentioned in a video before, I think we're in a golden age, you know, so much more is coming out, and it's going to only expand when, you know, Age of Resistance comes out, so I, I, knowing Age of Resistance is coming out soon, I was like, oh man, I need to I need to get this stuff out there, because, you know someone's going to be watching the show and be like, hey, uh, who is Augur again? I don't remember who that is, or what are the Gelfling clans that they mention, you know, and I want them. You know, if there's not a good Wikipedia page or if it's not explained on the darkcrystal.com, you know, have a little two-minute video that explains it all, just puts it out there. You know, because it's it's kind of my you know, I'm I'm a very open source guy, you know, people help me out, I help them out. You know, I've taken a lot of stuff from the internet, you know, and it's it's free information, it's all out there, you know. I'm not talking about pirating. You know? Oh no, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Not anything like that, like just the, the stuff so people put out, like your podcast. Like you gave a lot of really good information on the podcast and things like that. And so this is just kind of my way to give back, you know, to the fandom, you know, it's a, it's a community. And it's just like, Oh, Hey, I got some info on this. No one's done this. I got, I got a computer and I got some pictures and I can put a video and audio together. Here we go. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> no, no. I'm by, yeah, by no
1: means a professional. And it's probably funny. You're, you actually work in video stuff. I think for like, you get paid for it and stuff. You yeah, know? I do. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So that's like... actually
0: my, my background <laughs> is in, yeah, like, um, well, you, you know, sort of the post-production on, on TV shows and, uh, right. and corporate videos Fiction and all and that posts. kind of stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly so um and it, it has been one of those things i've sort of been looking into uh you know, with making videos uh i know i did some in the past like we've um mainly on instagram like just short little you know they're just a mainly like gif kind of style videos and i think i did do a couple of the um i think i did like a was it crystal bats fly which was sort of like a a news kind of show um uh, but yeah, I mean, and but I just love that yeah. There's you know that you've sort of continued on or you know started this whole you know with uh, with the dark crystal conjunction and h- having these you know videos that um, people who you know aren't don't know much about dark crystal can sort of jump into and um, you know if they're not too sure who Olgar is they can you know watch a video all about Olgra and. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's just a really cool thing, and um, and I think yeah, especially when Age of Resistance comes out, then I think you know there'll be a lot of people that will be wanting to know as much as they can, um, you know, with we, with everything that's happened before and and all that. So no, which is really awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's to be crazy because I I know you on your podcast do those uh those gathering episodes where you have the discussions, and those are some of my favorite because I love to talk to fans about it. That's one reason I, uh, I hadn't been on Facebook in like 10 years or whatever, but after I heard your podcast and that, uh, all you know, all talking about the books and this and that, I was like, I don't really know anyone in person you know, that, that has the same uh, level of fandom as I do on, on the Dark Crystal in particular. You know, I, I have a couple buddies that are pretty hardcore into Star Wars like I am, so that, so that, that helps <laughs> to get that nerd out with them or to discuss all those things. Um, but I didn't really have anyone like that for Dark Crystal, and that's kind of probably my, my second favorite IP. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'll get a Facebook account and, and check out what this group's about. And yeah, I've loved that group because like you said, every day there's something out there you can talk to them about. And, and I, and it's going to be super cool when the Netflix show does come out. Cause there's going to be so much more to talk about, you know, cause we can, cause like, for example, your podcast, you know, song of the dark crystal comes out and you have five, like one hour plus episodes on it, you know, discussing through the chapters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now
1: we're going to get, we're going to get a 10 hour, I know. uh, live action like what like like it's yeah you're you're gonna have plenty of content
0: uh yeah it it is yeah it's and and i will as well so yeah it'll last me forever yeah yeah it's always um fun like with these with those discussion shows and i mean originally when i start them out like i thought oh you know i mean especially with creation myths i thought each episode was just going to be a book uh, but little did I realize no. about that we only get, <laughs> yeah, like, like, when we do the first discussion on, you know, with Volume 1, for example, and we only got, I think, halfway through the book. I'm like, okay, um, yeah, we're going to have a lot of discussions. <laughs> and then same thing with um, Shadows of the Dark Crystal. I thought there was something we'd probably get through in maybe, you know, two or maybe three. Um, but but then I think it ended up being five. Um I've currently been recording <laughs> stuff for um with Song of the Dark Crystal, and I think it's actually going to probably reach six at the moment. Like, um, Song of so, the Dark Crystal. Yeah, Song of the Dark Crystal. Yeah, been- oh, the Dark oh, Crystal. I, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, I, I I was thinking of Power of the Dark Crystal. Or no, no, no. Uh, no what, what what's
0: Shane Lee's first book called? um shadows of the dark crystal shadows of the. Yeah. okay yeah so sorry I, I was i was thinking
1: of the shadows of the dark crystal in the creation myths episodes oh that's right you guys haven't done this song of the dark crystal yet no
0: no oh, man, just, I, I, i've been that cre- one's so good yeah especially when, been, they, when, when they go into those caves
1: oh man like it is yeah there's some some of my favorite parts in there it's so oh and there's some man there's some great twist in that book um, I,
0: there is yeah um like it, I, lo- I loved his
1: first book the second one just like over the top for me i was like I, I couldn't put that thing down. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah, I remember like when I read it the first time. I really enjoyed Song um, so much more um, than Shadows. I mean, I, I really like Shadows. I think you know Shadows was you know really great sort of entry point. Um, you know, sort it's of set, re- read it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah setting it all you're, up. But you're reading um, all the
1: characters. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I think you know when it comes to like you know like with books two and um, you know sort of expands on the characters and sort of the journey um, so much more. And, um, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, very excited to, you know, with his next book, uh, Tides of the Dark Crystal. Um, Tides of the Dark Crystal. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I know. Yeah.
1: What a gift. Thanks, Santa.
0: Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I I know it was one of those things where people were sort of concerned about if it was going to come out this year at all. And, um, I know there was a bit of talk about whether it weren't because of, you know where the interference not interference but just because of age resistance whether they're going to hold back on some of the the material um or you know the stories and stuff so um it's awesome that's coming out um this year at least so um and always i'll you know try try and get jm lee back on the show um which i know he was my first guest on the very first episode um which is really cool that he's sort of been a part of the, the with my Dark Crystal podcast um since the start and um it's awesome and um and always yeah get you know get a chance to chat to him every now and then um whenever he's on Twitter and um just having fun. Um which is which is really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah he's
1: he's a really cool guy and I I I'm still impressed that how the Henton company you know, did the author quest. Like, that? that's, like, who Who else has done something like that? Like, that's such a weird... Yeah, I, I, I think someone in the in, the, in the Comic-Con, when they were announcing and having the panel, said it's a very Henson-esque thing to do. It's just, it's very otherly. Like, uh, but I, I think it's brilliant because they know the fans have a passion. And, you know, the fans have brewed over the stuff for the past 35 years, whatnot. So, like, what stories you guys have in your head? You know, well, bring them to us, and let's see what you got. And it's, uh, I, And I, I'm thankful they did that because we've gotten some
0: outstanding stuff
1: i think uh yeah i i love i i, I love the,
0: love these books yeah yeah me, me me too and i think that's a cool thing with darkcrystal.com and they, they, they they've always been doing all these contests i mean with the creator dark crystal creature they had one right. threadless the t-shirt um yeah and the and they design a new creature for age resistance so um I, I really do hope that they um keep making these uh contests every now and then um, just to keep the interest going, um, with, with all things Dark Crystal. Yeah, for real. And, and I mean, it's, it's,
1: just, it's great to see what the fans are making and what, you know, uh, because for a lot, you know, like you, I hear people all the time mention like, uh, if you look up, you know, some of my favorite comic book artists or writers in their bios, they almost always mention like, oh, the Dark Crystal, you know, the dark, you know, like I said, it's, it's such a creative muse because it's just so utterly, the artisanship is, you know it's the best you know it's it's you know you, you see people in the in the facebook chat you know like oh i rewatched the dark crystal again and i never noticed this thing you know that that person's probably watched it 50 100 200 times you know it's it's just it's incredible
0: yeah it, it really is yeah um i think yeah, so I mean, so so, yeah.
1: so 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 it's super cool when they give fans the outlet to do that to be a part of the franchise itself like that's just that's super rad dude like it's just it's amazing Awesome. You know, t- t- talking about the Netflix thing, do, do you think there's, um, I mean, because at this point, the Skeksis are, are stronger, you know, they're, they're not as old, like, I guess, I, you know, I don't know exactly how many years, you know, it's, it's not the thousand years, it seems like it's, it's heading towards the end of the, you know, uh, the conjunction, uh, but as far as we know, the Skeksis are going to be younger, stronger, there's going to be more of them. You know, so I mean, there's so many cool things they can do, and it's kind of like when you see the Skeksis in uh, Creation Myth Volume Three. You know, they're they're very young and vibrant, and you know, they're wearing you know they're they're starting to wear their ornate clothing and whatnot, and they're they're you know they're more standing upright. You, you can see their other arms working. You know, uh, like like they, it's just, I'm I'm super excited about it. As you yeah, can
0: tell. yeah, nah. <laughs> not me too. Like the possibilities, it, get... the possibilities, possibilities are endless. Endless, yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna be at their prime, really. Um... With that show, so it's gonna be so cool to see what what they're gonna do and probably what evil they will bring (laughs) to to the Gelflings and and what what they'll do to um well to try and stop them. um So yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool and um very. I'm
1: I'm really I'm really curious to see how the Gelflings you know there are different types of strategy because you you get a little taste of that in Legends of the Dark Crystal. You get to see how you know one one group you know fights back or tries to defend their home or whatnot um but they're they're you know gelflings aren't fighters you know they they grew up in a very peaceful environment and most of the time the skeksis are gaining power it's 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 through coups and it's it's hidden to the gelflings you know you know they're not out there you know blitzkrieging through everything and just plowing things down with their tanks you know the gartham come later and whatnot you know they're, they're slowly kind of deviously taking over and the gelfling don't even know you know they're still very innocent they're, they're such innocent creatures it's it, it kind of makes it even sadder when you you know know the fate that happens to them
0: yeah absolutely yeah with the fate of the gelflings and um because i mean in the film we're sort of aware that sort of you know that they all died or they all got wiped out but, of course, I mean, in Power of the Dark Crystal, you know, we, of course, see, you know, a lot of Gelflings uh, sort of coming back. So, um, it'd be really interesting to see what, what they're actually going to do with the Gelflings. If they actually do get to the point, um, you know, of sort of the with the Gartham and the Skeksis sort of wiping them all out and how some of them might have, you know, be able to, to escape or, you know, maybe gone in their boats, um, you know, to, to travel far away from, uh, from scaroth um, that they will you know, reside at. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Who knows? I'm, 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 I think J.M. Lee's books after I, you know, I, I do hope the fourth one comes out before the Netflix series. Uh, cause I, cause I, uh, and I think that'll, that'll give us a good, you know, cause m- my best guess as of now with everything we have, all the stuff we know about it is that it's after the wall of destiny is created after the Gelflings have gathered, uh, in, in that sense, uh, not after the Skeksis themselves have gathered them, uh, but but before or during the Gartham Wars, because I know that happens afterwards. So i uh, kind of curious to see if if, if that... It, it seems like the little blurb on Netflix, it's before the Gartham Wars actually happen. Like, they're just finding out what's happening. So it, it, it could be set during the same time, as James Lee's novels, just in a different—I mean, because Thra is big, you know—and and we we only really know a, a kind of a fraction of Thra. And really in the books; we've only seen three locations still, you know, or three four locations. Like, there's still a lot more uh, of Thra to explore. So, you know, it this could be this could be happening to a group on the other side of uh, of where all the the book stuffs taking place, you know. So,
0: who knows? Yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it'll be yeah. really cool. And um, yeah, I mean, I certainly hope that the book sort of um they get completed before the show comes out. and uh, Maybe that might've been why um, Tide sort of got delayed quite a bit because maybe he's been, <laughs> maybe Jamie Lee has been working hard on, um, you know, getting the fourth book as well. And you know, probably trying to release them a bit closer within probably like six, at least maybe six months. Maybe there might be a six month gap between books three and four. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause he, he, he did say he was running
1: three and four back to back. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, because after, I think I think when the first book came out, um, yeah, he announced that it was going to be a four-book series, and the um, last time when I chatted to him, I think with, about Song of the Dark Crystal, and it was, a you know, a couple of months after the um, Age of Resistance got announced and that, you know, he was involved in it, and, um, and he did say that, you know, books three and four, like, they're, they're still happening um you know it's not getting get, not getting cut back you know like it wasn't going to be turned into a three book uh story which that that's a, that was something that i thought that might have happened or could have p- possibly happened cuz i know that happened with um legends of the dark crystal uh, originally that was that was set up as a trilogy um but for some reason they decided to do cut kind it of short to to two Um, so I don't know whether it was because sales didn't do well with Legends, uh, even though it was pretty highly received, like with reviews, um, online for that book. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Curious to know. Um, yeah, be curious, yeah, all the connections that's going to happen. So yeah, yeah. Just so exciting. And, um, I mean, not only with the, with, um, Jamie Lee's book, you know, to sort of tide us over, (laughs) um, you know, we've also got Beneath the Dark Crystal, um, Which, I mean, that was sort of a really uh, big surprise. um, Yeah, I I didn't see that coming at all. No. Especially
1: so soon after Power of the Dark Crystal.
0: Yeah, 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 me too, yeah. Like, I really thought that all the stories were just going to, um, you know, if Ikea were going to do more Dark Crystal comics, it would all just be in that time period, you know, close to that age of resistance era, I I would have thought. Setting it up and whatnot, yeah. Yeah. So so to see them. I mean, sort of, I, yeah.
1: I I am excited that they did announce it so soon after Power of the Dark Crystal ended and that it's starting because it's starting up in July, right? I I believe this July. And and then you know it, they follow their same format it's going to come out once a month, you know, like the, like they usually do. Um, which is really cool cuz that that's more of a normal comic book schedule, you know, with with the creation myths, you know, how how delayed was you know, between two and three like
0: it was it was so long uh, yeah i know it's, it, it was like was it two or three years like yeah it was oh, oh, dude, it was as a long as a comic way book reader, that oh. is,
1: that's a painfully long wait. like you're used was, to waiting yeah. a month two months you know uh, like there, 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 there's one comic i series i started the uh, i don't know if you've ever watched the, the john wick movies um with keanu Reeves. really good action movies well well there's, he's going to have his whole backstory in comics. I, I was like, oh, you know, I went to my comic book store and told him to sign me up. So I got the first issue. That was like six months ago. There has been nothing since then. I'm like, guys, did you forget about me? Or what happened to the second issue? They're like, we don't know what happened to it. We don't know where it's – they haven't announced when it's coming out. Now, that's, that, and that's how creation was kind of felt. And it kind of makes you like, eh, like you, you kind of forget about it and whatnot. Um, you still want it, but you're kind of more just longing and it doesn't really come. So I'm, I'm glad they're on a more normal Comic book schedule, and if they keep doing this, you know, you know, they put out a twelve issue series, take a couple month break while they get you know writers and new artists, uh, and then kick out another series. Like, uh, I think it'd be great, and especially with you know, you know, we're we're both hoping that you know the Netflix series you know really brings up Dark Crystal again in the minds of a lot of people that may have forgotten about it, like like us formerly. Uh, Those things could be you know, even potentially better sales and, you know, and lend itself to being more, a more consistent comic book series. Cause uh, I, 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 do overall like, like the uh, Dark Crystal comic books, you know, and uh, I'll take any more stories in, in the universe of the Dark Crystal, you know, it's a, it's, it's a wonderful land and uh, it's right for storytelling. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think Dark Crystal is such like a, you know, it's a very visual sort of medium. Um, which is one of the things yeah, sort so, of, so I was really,
1: work great for it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is like one of those things that, you know, I enjoy the, the books so much more because, you know, I'm not much of a book reader, you know, I'm more of a comic book kind of guy. And so, but, but reading the book, like I was sort of really able to visualize the world, Um, uh, you know, in, in my well, yeah, head. Yeah.
1: And that's all credit to J.M. Lee. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's done a really good job writing. And I, I, I love how he, um I, I recently dove back into Jim Henson's notes that he wrote on, upon the first draft of the Dark Crystal novelization, and over and over again he's, he's telling, he's encouraging A.C.H. Smith, like, you know, try to find another way to word this so it doesn't sound earthy you know, try to find another way to describe these vegetables so it doesn't sound like it's from earth like he was really, you know, that's one of the reasons he didn't want any people, he says like, once you put people in a fantasy movie then you measure everything against those people okay, that guy's that tall, that thing's you know, this is how tall it is in relationship to this, you know, in Thra we have no idea what a human looks like or would be like on that planet or things like that. And I think Jam Lee did a great job in in how he describes stuff. I remember in your, in your interview, he even talks about, you know, they had a spider and they spent days and days trying to figure out another way to describe the spider so that it, it didn't sound. So it sounded like it belonged to Thraw and not just, Oh, this is just a spider that they threw on Thraw and whatnot. You know, they, uh, I, I think ultimately they couldn't figure out a, a good way to do it. So they allowed, it like, okay, let's just say spider. And then we'll throw in some other adverbs or adjectives here and there. Uh, but, uh, but, but, but I, I, I love that he's really taken upon that mantle from Jim to like keep the dark crystal otherly, you know, and, and th- that's something I, I uh, that's one of the reasons I, I even love how in the world of the dark crystal, you know, JJ Llewellyn, the, the archeologist, you know, Oxford scholar guy is kind of, he's, he's, it's obviously a pen name. Uh, for, you know, who, you know, I, I, I kind of don't want to know who it is because it 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 adds to that mystery and that intrigue, and it it really makes it more believable that it's this is a fantasy world or it's another world, you know, the way it's described in there. I remember the first time I got this book. Um, th- this, was, this was the first book when I was like, okay, I'm going to dive into the Dark Crystal. I got World of the Dark Crystal because I like to go through the stuff chronologically. You know, this was the oldest book, and so I got it, and I opened it up, and I'm, I'm, I was so confused because I was like, "Wait, does this guy believe this is real?" Or wait, what is this? Like, wait, the Wall of desk, Like, like, and the pictures look like archaeology pictures, and it it totally threw me for a loop. And it it, which I'm sure that was some of the purpose behind it, uh, why they did it like that. Uh, but it's it's just great. And when you read any, I don't know if you've read any other of Brian Froud stuff on fairies or goblins or things like that. He has that same kind of, you know, sometimes it's the fairies themselves talking. Or he, the, the way he describes these obviously fanciful creatures, uh, he's, he, he makes you believe that he really saw them and he was interacting with them. And this is how they treated him. Uh, he's, he's so good at that, which, which that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm pretty convinced that J.J. Llewellyn is just a pen name for Brian Froud. But, you know, uh, I, I kind of I want to keep that shrouded in mystery because it, it's, it's, it's just so good. And that's one of the things that makes me love The Dark Crystal
0: yeah me, me too and just um just uh, losing the suspension of disbelief with watching the film and um yeah yeah it, it's all great stuff and um yeah there's just so much to look forward to now with Dark Crystal. now more than ever um you know as we get the comics and the books and at age resistance that's just going to reach you know so many new people to to the world of Thra, so no which is very good stuff all right well i'll i'll probably have to wrap up um for this episode of Trial by Stone, so I just want to say, Jason, thank you so much for being on the show. And um, uh, and, and how can listeners find out more about um with your YouTube channel with the Dark Crystal conjunction?
1: Well, I try to get the the tag of like Dark Crystal YouTube or Dark Crystal Vid or something like that for YouTube. Um, but to, to get a a name, you have to have over a hundred subscribers, and the channel is barely a month old. Uh, so it's just getting off, off the ground. So, But if you search Dark Crystal Conjunction, uh, you should find that channel. Every video on the channel is only Dark Crystal. It's going to be Dark Crystal lore, behind-the-scenes stuff, or explaining some of the stuff from the books, or, or uh, interviews, things like that. So um, I, I do plan to try to do, it, do one once a week. Sometimes I put out two a week. This last week my brother got married, so I've been kind of extra busy. Um, but if, if you just search for that, you'll find it. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook as dark crystal c o n j short for conjunction and whenever i post a video it'll post it there as well um, other than that i'm in that that dream uh dream fasting facebook group on facebook so no uh, no nice. yep, that's how you can find me
0: yeah yeah totally i I actually loved um your sort of discovery I think when you were um found some notes of um from the author ACH uh, Smith um with um yes that was yeah. that was rather fascinating <laughs> novelization yeah yeah i can hear that. i can heard out about that
1: for too long but i, I know, go, I know. So. That,
0: that that could that could almost be its own show um yeah so maybe, maybe we'll get we'll definitely get back get you back on another time um maybe we'll, we'll if we um once we delve deep probably into the novelization as a round table show we can probably chat about um, all that kind of stuff for sure. So yeah, so yeah, Ooh, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd
1: be fun. Yeah, if if, if you ever need, if you ever need another guest for novelization talk yeah. or comic books,
0: uh, no, don't totally, no, about no. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah. I, I would I would love to contribute to that. Cool. No raise. all right. Thank you so much, Jason. You've already taken too long, Elfling. Hurry! At last, the crystal
1: calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls to the crystal
0: chamber! Now that's all the time I have for this episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. You can check us out on Twitter at Dark Pod. We're also on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast. We also have a Patreon campaign happening with the podcast. You can check that out at patreon.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. And if you can give us a review on Facebook or on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. I hope you all enjoyed the show and come back next time for more Trial by Stone.